Welcome to the I Can't Sleep podcast, where I read random articles from across the web to bore you to sleep with my soothing voice. I'm your host, Benjamin Boster. Today's episode is from a Wikipedia article titled, Fence. A fence is a structure that encloses an area, typically outdoors, and is usually constructed from posts that are connected by boards, wire, rails, or netting. A fence differs from a wall in not having a solid foundation along its whole length. Alternatives to fencing include a ditch, sometimes filled with water, forming a moat. Types by function. Agricultural fencing to keep livestock in and or predators out. Blast fence, a safety device that redirects the high-energy exhaust from a jet engine. Sound barrier or acoustic fencing to reduce noise pollution. Crowd control barrier. Privacy fencing to provide privacy and security. Temporary fencing, to provide safety, security, and to direct movement wherever temporary access control is required, especially on building and construction sites. Perimeter fencing, to prevent trespassing or theft and or to keep children and pets from wandering away. Decorative fencing, to enhance the appearance of a property, garden, or other landscaping. Boundary fencing, to demarcate a piece of real property. Newt fencing, amphibian fencing, drift fencing or turtle fence, a low fence of plastic sheeting or similar materials to restrict movement of amphibians or reptiles. Pest exclusion fence, pet fence, an underground fence for pet containment. Pool fence, snow fence. A balustrade or railing is a fence to prevent people from falling over an edge, most commonly found on a stairway, landing, or balcony. Railing systems and balustrades are also used along roofs, bridges, cliffs, pits, and bodies of water. By construction. Brushwood fencing, a fence made using wires on either side of brushwood to compact the brushwood material together. Chain link fencing, wire fencing made of wires woven together. Close boarded fencing, strong and robust fence constructed from mortised posts, arras rails, and vertical feather edge boards. Expanding fence or trellis, a folding structure made from wood or metal on the scissor-like pantograph principle, sometimes only as a temporary barrier. Ha-ha, or sunken fence. Hedge, including cactus fence, hedgerows of intertwined living shrubs constructed by hedge laying, Live fencing is the use of live woody species for fences. 
turf mounds in semi-arid grasslands, such as the western United States or Russian steppes. Hurdle fencing made from movable sections. Pale fence, composed of pales, vertical posts embedded in the ground, with their exposed and typically tapered to shed water and prevent rot from moisture entering end grain wood, joined by horizontal rails, characteristically in two or three courses, also known as post and rail fencing. Palisade or stake wall made of vertical pales placed side by side with one end embedded in the ground and the other typically sharpened to provide protection. Characteristically, two courses of whaler are added on the interior side to reinforce the wall. Picket fences, generally a waist-high painted, partially decorative fence. Round pole fences, similar to post and rail fencing, but most closely spaced rails, typically of Scandinavia and other areas rich in raw timber. Slate fence, a type of palisade made of vertical slabs of slate wired together, commonly used in parts of Wales. Split rail fence, made of timber, often laid in a zigzag pattern, particularly in, new settled, particularly in newly settled parts of the United States and Canada. Vaccary fence, named from Latin vaca, cow, for restraining cattle, made of thin slabs of stone placed upright, found in various places in the north of the UK where suitable stone is had. Vinyl fencing. Solid fences including dry stone wall or rock fence, often agricultural. Stockade fence, a solid fence composed of contiguous or very closely spaced round or half-round posts or stakes, typically pointed at the top. A scaled-down version of palisade wall made of logs, most commonly used for privacy. Wattle fencing or split branches woven between stakes. Wire fences. Smooth wire fence barbed wire fence, electric fence, woven wire fencing, many designs from fine chicken wire to heavy mesh sheep fence or ring fence, welded wire mesh fence, wood panel fencing, wrought iron fencing, also known as ornamental iron. Legal issues. In most developed areas, the use of fencing is regulated, variously in commercial, residential, and agricultural areas. Height, material, setback, and aesthetic issues are among the considerations subject to regulation. Required use. The following types of areas or facilities often are required by law to be fenced in for safety and security reasons. Facilities with open, high-voltage equipment, transformer stations, mast radiators. Transformer stations are usually surrounded with barbed wire fences. 
Around mast radiators, wooden fences are used to avoid the problem of eddy currents. Railway lines in the United Kingdom. Fixed machinery with dangerous mobile parts, for example at merry-go-rounds on entertainment parks. Explosive factories and quarry stones. Most industrial plants. Airfields and airports. Military areas. Prisons. Construction sites. Zoos and wildlife parks. Pastures containing male breeding animals, notably bulls and stallions. Open-air areas that charge an entry fee. Amusement equipment, which may pose danger for passers-by. Swimming pools and spas. History. Servitudes are legal arrangements of land use arising out of private agreements. Under the feudal system, most land in England was cultivated in common fields, where peasants were allocated strips of arable land that were used to support the needs of the local village or manor. By the 16th century, the growth of population and prosperity provided incentives for landowners to use their land in more profitable ways, dispossessing the peasantry. Common fields were aggregated and enclosed by large and enterprising farmers, either through negotiation among one another or by lease from the landlord to maximize the productivity of the available land and contain livestock. Fences redefine the means by which land is used, resulting in the modern law of servitudes. In the United States, the earliest settlers claimed land by simply fencing it in. Later, as the American government formed, unsettled land became technically owned by the government and programs to register land ownership developed, usually making raw land available for low prices or for free if the owner improved the property, including the construction of fences. However, the remaining vast tracts of unsettled land were often used as a commons, or, in the American West, open range, as degradation of habitat developed due to overgrazing and a tragedy of the common situation arose. Common areas began to either be allocated to individual landowners via mechanisms such as the Homestead Act and Desert Land Act, and fenced in or, if kept in public lands, or, if kept in public hands, leased to individual users for limited purposes, with fences built to separate tracts of public and private land. United Kingdom Generally Ownership of a fence on a boundary varies. The last relevant original title deed and a completed seller's property information form may document which side has to put up and has installed any fence respectively, the first using T marks, symbols, the side with the T denotes the owner, the latter by a ticked box to the best of the last owner's belief with no duty as the conventionally agreed conveyancing process stresses to make any detailed, protracted inquiry. Commonly, the mesh or paneling is in mid-position. Otherwise, it tends to be on non-owner's side. 
so the fence owner might access the posts when repairs are needed, but this is not a legal requirement. Where estate planners wish to entrench privacy, a close-boarded fence or equivalent well-maintained hedge of a minimum height may be stipulated by deed. Beyond a standard height, planning permission is necessary. The Hedge and Ditch Ownership Presumption Where a rural fence or hedge has, or in some cases had, an adjunct ditch, the ditch is normally in the same ownership as the hedge or fence with the ownership boundary being the edge of the ditch furthest from the fence or hedge. The principle of this rule is that an owner digging a boundary ditch will normally dig it up to the very edge of their land and must then pile the spoil on their own side of the ditch to avoid trespassing on their neighbor. They may then erect a fence or hedge on the spoil, leaving the ditch on its far side. Exceptions exist in law. For example, where a plot of land derives from subdivision of a larger one along the center line of a previously existing ditch or other feature, particularly where reinforced by historic parcel numbers with acreages beneath which were used to tally up a total for administrative units, not to confirm the actual size of holdings. A rare instance where ordnance survey maps often provide more than circumstantial evidence namely as to which feature is to be considered the boundary. Fencing of Livestock On private land in the United Kingdom, it is the landowner's responsibility to fence their livestock in. Conversely, for common land, it is the surrounding landowner's duty to fence the commons livestock, but such as in large parts of the new forest. Large commons with livestock roaming have been greatly reduced by 18th and 19th century acts for enclosure of commons, covering most local units with most remaining such land in the UK's national parks. United States Distinctly different land ownership and fencing patterns arose in the eastern and western United States. Original fence laws on the East Coast were based on the British common law system, and rapidly increasing population quickly resulted in laws requiring livestock to be fenced in. In the West, land ownership patterns and policies reflected a strong influence of Spanish law and tradition, plus the vast land area involved made extensive fencing impractical until mandated by a growing population and conflicts between landowners. The open-range tradition of requiring landowners to fence out unwanted livestock was dominant in most of the rural West until very late in the 20th century, and even today a few isolated regions of the West still have open-range statutes on the books. More recently, fences are generally constructed on the surveyed property line as precisely as possible. Today, across the nation, each state is free to develop its own laws regarding fences. In many cases, for both rural and urban property owners, the laws were designed to require adjacent landowners to share the responsibility 
for maintaining a common boundary fence line. Today, however, only 22 states have retained that provision. Cultural value of fences. The value of fences and the metaphorical significance of a fence, both positive and negative, has been extensively utilized throughout Western culture. A few examples include, good fences make good neighbors, a proverb quoted by Robert Frost in the poem Mending Wall. A good neighbor is a fellow who smiles at you over the back fence, but doesn't climb over it. Arthur Bear. There's something about jumping a horse over a fence, something that makes you feel good. Perhaps it's the risk, the gamble. In any event, it's a thing I need. William Faulkner. Fear is the highest fence. Dudley Nichols. To be fenced in is to be withheld. Kurt Tippett. What have they done with the earth? What have they done to the, our fair sister? Ravaged and plundered and ripped her and bit her, stuck her with knives in the side of the dawn, and tied her with fences and dragged her down. Jim Morrison of the Doors. Don't fence me in, Cole Porter. You shall build a turtle fence. Peter Hoekstra. Meh is an interjection used as an expression of indifference or boredom. It is often regarded as a verbal equivalent of a shrug of the shoulders. The use of the term meh shows that the speaker is apathetic, uninterested, or indifferent to the question or subject at hand. It is occasionally used as an adjective, meaning something is mediocre or unremarkable. Other uses. Meh is popularly used as a catch-all answer to any question. It is acceptably interchangeable with most responses. What time do you want to go out tonight? Meh. Also considered a non-committal response, meh can be used when disregarding a question or to refer to something they have no opinion or emotions about. In expressing an opinion, it means the speaker's opinion is that of apathy. However, some may respond with meh simply to avoid creating an opinion on the matter at all. Do you want to go to the party with me? Meh. What do you think about the book we had to read? Meh. Origin. The origin is unknown. Some have speculated that the term's origin is Yiddish because of its similarity to the interjection feh, which appears in the 1936 Yiddish song Yiddel Mitten Fiddle. In Alexander Harkavi's Yiddish-English-Hebrew Dictionary, the word is treated as a bleeding or ba sound. Hooray for Yiddish by Leo Rostin uses the word nye, which is speculated to be an early variant of meh. 
popularization. As early as 1992, Meh appeared in a Usenet posting in a discussion referring to the television series Melrose Place. Meh's popularity surged after its use on the American animated television series The Simpsons. It was first used in the 1994 episode Sideshow Bob Roberts. When a librarian reacts to Lisa's surprise that voting records are not classified, it also appeared later in Lisa's wedding after Marge weaves the words High Bart on a loom to try to pique her son's interest in weaving, to which he responds, Meh. In the 2001 episode Hungry Hungry Homer, Lisa spells out the word for emphasis, M E H after Homer tries to interest her, Lisa, and Bart into going to the theme park, block a lamp. American lexicographer Benjamin Zimmer wrote in 2006, Whatever Yiddish origins the interjection might have had, they have been lost in post-Simpsons usage. Zimmer contacted Simpsons writer John Schwartzwelder, who was responsible for Hungry Hungry Homer, who said, I had originally heard the word from an advertising writer named Howie Krakow back in 1970 or 71, who insisted it was the funniest word in the world. Zimmer also contacted the writers of the other two episodes, but they could not remember where they had heard the word. Lexicographer Grant Barrett wrote about meh and do another Simpsons catchphrase. I suppose they're both just transcribed versions of oral speech, which is any number of single-syllable sounds that mean a variety of things. Even mainstream publications have adopted usage of meh. The word's first mainstream print usage occurred in Canadian newspaper The Edmonton Sun in 2003. Ryan O'Prey got voted off Survivor. Meh. In December 2009, meh was included in the BBC News Online list of 20 words which defined the decade. On October 14, 2013, ABC News posted on their website under headlines, U.S. Government Shuts Down, World Says, Meh. The New York Times, the one-page magazine, now features a meh list. Meh.com, a daily deals website from Woot founder Matt Rutledge, debuted on July 9, 2014. Rutledge paid $100,000 for the meh.com domain in June 2014. Inclusion in Dictionaries In November 2008, the word was added to the Collins English Dictionary, a British publication published by HarperCollins. Cormac McCune, senior editor for Collins Dictionary, said, This is a new interjection from the U.S. that seems to have enviled its way into common speech over here. It was actually spelled out in The Simpsons when Homer is trying to pry the kids away from the TV with a suggestion for a day trip. They both just replied, meh, and keep watching TV. He asks again, and Lisa says, We said meh, M-E-H, meh. 
Sam Lythe, writing in the Daily Telegraph, described the addition of the word following suggestions received from the public as a gimmick before concluding it was a useful word. In Canada, HarperCollins' definition of meh included a real example of usage, as in the Canadian election was so meh. When complaints arose over the choice of example, HarperCollins' lexicographer Cormac McKeown, who chose the election reference, insisted that he meant no slight to Canada. <laughs>